Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to the show. Another reveal that I missed was the 2020 Cadillac CT4 and CT5V. And that's what this podcast is going to talk specifically about. It's just these two cars. However, there is actually a lot to get into because there's a lot of controversy surrounding these cars. And I have a few article links that are open right now. So we'll be talking about the links that are... We'll be talking about the cars with the links that I have open because it's basically all the information you need to know. So the 2020 Cadillac CT4 and CT5V aren't what we wanted or expected, apparently, says Car Scoops. The power levels max out at 355. That's low. Very low. Part of me wants to give Cadillac some slack here, and I normally don't give any part of GM slack. Are they trying to go for the Kia Stinger? Is that who they're trying to aim for? And if they are, aren't they kind of above Kia? I mean, I say, on a, I say above Kia. Kind of out of Kia's league. I don't mind them trying to make a competitor to the Stinger. Especially if they're trying to get in on fighting the M3, although they're way down on power for that. But who, the person who buys a, King of St- a Kia Stinger probably isn't going to buy a CT4 and CT5V. Unless it's actually competitively priced. Then maybe. Then maybe they will. It seems like... Cadillac kind of don't know who they're fighting with the CT4 and the CT5V. I don't really have a problem with them going this route, but I, I have to wonder who exactly are are they trying to compete with? That's, that's what I can't help but wonder because it just kind of seems like they threw the cars out there and then said, yeah, cool cars, only 355 horsepower, but they handle great. It, it seems like Cadillac decided, hey, we need our own Chevrolet SS, especially now that it's dead. Let's make the CT4 and CT5V. Why, though? Because I thought the one of these cars, probably the CT5, was supposed to be a replacement for the CTSV, And the CTSV makes a lot more power, so what the mess? Anyway, let's get into the article. In one fell swoop, Cadillac has, has unveiled the, 2014, sorry, the 2020 CT4 and CT5V. Set to be launched early next year, the models build on the legacy of the original CTSV, but askew V8 engines and high horsepower ratings. First and foremost, the CT4 previews the all-new CT4, which will be unveiled in about a month. It follows in the footsteps of the CT5 and CT5V as it adopts a similar front fascia with a prominent mesh grille that is flanked by slender headlights and vertical daytime running lights. Moving further back, the sports sedan has sleek and angular lines which echo the rest of of Cadillac's lineup. The model also has a small rear spoiler and a four-tailpipe exhaust system. The interior largely carries over from the CT5, but the CT4V adopts a new leather-wrapped steering wheel, brushed metal trim, and contrast stitching. Leather padding also replaces trim on the doors and passenger side dashboard. Unfortunately, downsizing is visible under the hood as the CT4V is powered by a turbocharged 2.7-liter four-cylinder engine that that produces 320 horsepower and 369 pound-feet of torque. I'm sorry? A four, a 2.7 liter four cylinder. I really have to wonder because a lot of a lot of the time when people make when automakers make four cylinder engines, they really don't go beyond 2.6 liters. Most of, most of the time, they're two liter, 2.4, 2.3. You know, they really don't go beyond 2.4 very often. 2.5 or 2.6 at a stretch, but 2.7. That's weird. And I don't have anything against four cylinder engines, but I have to you know. I have to wonder, wouldn't it be a little bit more efficient just to make a 3-liter V6 or something and then twin-turbo that? I get that making a a turbocharged 2.4-liter is probably going to be more useful across GM's brands than a V6. It'll be... 
it'll fit into more applications. But for the V, couldn't they have made a V6? Wouldn't, again, wouldn't that bigger engine just be a little bit more efficient? I don't, again, I don't know the whole engineering reason behind why no one makes like a four liter, four cylinder engine that's turbocharged. I don't know that. All I know is it's not very common that automakers make a four cylinder engine that's as big as 2.7 liters. It's, it's just not very common. Take the Alfa Romeo Giulia Quattrofolio, for example. That is a 2.9 liter V6 that's twin turboed. It's 0.2 liters bigger than this four-cylinder. Obviously, because it's a V6, it's going to be a lot bigger, but you get the point. That's a V6, and it's at a, its physical size might be a lot bigger than this four-cylinder, but its sheer capacity is, is similar. The boring stroke could be different, but again, you get the idea. So I don't, I don't know why. And, hmm, that, that's just very, very odd all around. You can't say it's underpowered, though. It makes 369 pound-feet of torque. Apparently, though, that's a huge downgrade from the ATS-V which had a twin-turbo 3.6-liter V6, there you go, with 464 horsepower and 445 pound-feet of torque. That is a downgrade. That's a big downgrade. And you know what? Things don't get much better with the CT5V, which has a tad more power as it uses a twin-turbo 3-liter V6 that develops 320 horsepower and 400 pound-feet of torque. While that's good news, the model still has 285 horsepower and 230 pound-feet of torque less than the CTS-V. Here's the thing that doesn't make sense, and, I, and I'll have to look. I don't remember whether or not the CT5 is supposed to be the CTS, the CTS replacement. I believe it is. That just confirms that Cadillac has a V6 and a twin-turbo one, no less, that they could have put in the CT4. So why didn't they? Worse still, the ATS-V had a 3.6-liter twin-turbo V6, and that makes more power than even the CT5. Even stranger, the four-cylinder makes 320 horsepower and 369 pound-feet of torque. The 3-liter V6 that's also twin-turbo barely makes more horsepower. It only makes 30 more horsepower, and it makes 30-ish more torque. Probably 30, yeah, 31 more torque. So why couldn't they have just taken the four-cylinder and tried to make a more powerful version of that, and then put in the CT5? I think that would have been worse, because a smaller engine and a bigger car wouldn't have gone well, but I think it's a waste of money to put a 3-liter V6 in the CT5. That only makes a hand that only makes 30 more horsepower and 31 more torque. Well, 30-ish more horsepower and 31 there thereabouts more torque. That's just kind of a waste. Both engines are connected to a 10-speed automatic transmission, which sends power to the rear wheels, and customers will be able to order an optional all-wheel drive system. Other performance features include Brembo front brakes, that's optional? Oof. Magnetic ride control and a limited slip rear differential. Why is that an option? Cadillac will release more information in the future as well as details about additional V-Series variants. Hopefully by then, they'll find their checkered flag instead of the white one used today. That is so very strange. And the CT5 just kind of looks like a... I, I think it's an all-new car, but honestly, it just looks like a heavily refreshed ATS-V. Which isn't a bad thing, it still looks okay, but it just doesn't look like an all-new car to me. The CT5, on the other hand, now that looks like an all-new car, but it's also got a really dumb quarter window that's not really a quarter window, it's just black. It is kind of a fastback, though. So I like that. Kind of like a four-door coupe, except not with the dumb roof line. Okay, apparently someone said in a comment, Mark Russ, or Rios, whatever, confirmed that this is just the beginning of a new V-Series cars, a V8C... So a V8 CT5 is confirmed, is pretty much confirmed. Yeah, so apparently they're going to make a V8 CT5. I don't know if they're going to make a V8 CT4, but that's very interesting. 
if the front, if the Brembo brakes are optional and the magnetic ride control, which I don't really care about, but the, and the limit and the limited slip rear differential, that's the most puzzling part. I might have been. I don't want to chew my own horn, but I might have been right that with these models, they're trying to steal away Kia Stinger Stinger buyers. Think about it. The Kia Stinger was supposed to fight. Uh, I think M3s, you know, it's supposed to go after that kind of buyer. It doesn't make 500 horsepower, it doesn't make 400, it makes about 360-ish in its most powerful version, or variant. And that's also a 3-liter twin-turbo V6. And if that's supposed to be a sort of luxury sports sedan, then Cadillac might be trying to go after them with the CT5 and perhaps the CT4, but it's probably closer to the CT5 because that makes more power. Ironically, not as much as the, as the Stinger, as the Stinger GT. I don't think that's a bad idea. I think... Cadillac might be able to do luxury a bit better. I just don't know if they're going to do the sport aspect better than Kia. And another thing I have to wonder is kind of why are they going after the Stinger? I don't begrudge them for doing so. I really don't. I don't really care. But that is, it's interesting to see that these cars, and again, we'll have to see at the price. I don't know what the price is going to be like, probably fifty to 60000 which is right what the fastest Stinger goes for. It's expensive. But Cadillac might be trying to fight Kia with the Stinger. And that's quite, it, it, it's really quite interesting because I have to wonder, I don't really care that they're doing it. I just want to know what brought that, what gave someone the idea that they needed to fight with the Stinger. What business executive saw the Stinger and had smoke pouring out of their ears that they did, or what Cadillac exec, executive, I should say, had smoke, smoke pouring out of their ears. Just just smoke coming out of the top of their head that they didn't have a competitor for that went to the boardroom just slammed their folder on the desk on the table and said everyone shut up we need a kia stinger rival now and then everyone was like oh yeah you know what chevrolet doesn't have the ss anymore we can fight that market and we're better we're more luxurious than chevrolet we can actually take the fight to kia we could do this. And then that's what we have in the CT4 and the CT5V. I want to know who who decided I'm tired of those <laughs> I'm tired of that darn Kia automotive <laughs> make making the stinger and we don't have a competitor for. It. Who decided that? I re I really want to know because it's I don't think it's a bad idea. I really don't. But what what makes Cadillac all of a sudden who decides all of a sudden they need to fight the stinger? Who does that? I'm, I'm, I'm just really perplexed. I'm really befuddled by who in this board, who at Cadillac decided, yeah, you know what? We should just, because there's, what reason does Cadillac have to fight the Stinger? Really? The only good, the only logical reason that I can think of is, oh, hey, Chevrolet doesn't have the SS and we're more luxurious than Chevrolet. So we're in a better position to make a more competitive rival to the Stinger. But why? You know, what reason? Other, other than the steel stales away from Kia. I, I, I just, I can't think of, I can't think of a logical reason. Well, I can't think of any reason other than because we can as to why they should make a rival to the Stinger. I can't. It, because this, this just seems like a, oh yeah, we make, we made the CT4 and the CT5V like this because we could. And because we could and can, we're now going to fight the Stinger for, again, little more reason than, than, other than because we can. And here's the thing though. I know this is a really perplexing move, especially on the on Cadillac's part, because it seems like they're going after small fish, you know, they're they're just going after small fry. 
But this is good for car enthusiasts. I'm not saying the Stinger's bad. I really like the Stinger. I rode him one last year. I like it. But there's no... I can't complain to have competition, especially if this is good competition. That'll make the, the, the Stinger better. That'll make the next generation of these cars better, assuming both get a next generation. And you get, you get more options. What if you don't like a certain thing in the Stinger and that's not a problem in the CT5? Now you have an option. Now you don't have to li- you know, live with whatever's wrong with the Stinger. That, you know, whatever's wrong in your opinion. We're getting more performance cars. That's not a bad thing, especially if they're good. And especially if they're like this, because, look, the Quadrifoglio, how expensive is the Quadrifoglio again? Isn't that 70000 80000 That's expensive. More expensive than the Stinger and, prote- and very possibly more expensive than these. So imagine getting something like the Julia. Imagine, imagine if we got the Quadrifoglio bits on a Julia, but not the engine. So it had, you know, 340 horsepower and, you know, a better aero kit, better brakes and all that, but without the expense. And that, perhaps that's what Alpha should do to not only fight with, with the Stinger, but to fight with the CT4 and the CT5, assuming the price ranges of both these cars are in Stinger territory. Because they have the perfect car to do that. Alpha Romeo does. But yeah, this, we're getting more performance cars. And especially ones, if, if these are anything like the Stinger, I am all for it. All for it. Anyway, though, I've done enough of that. Let's... What was the very next one? Okay, so here's the next one. Here's something else, and this is less good. The 2020 Cadillac CT4V is larger outside than the ATS, but it's actually smaller inside than the ATS. The car it replaces. Automakers typically introduce the standard model before rolling out performance variants, but Cadillac eschewed that tradition when they unveiled the CT4V. The standard model will be introduced in about a month, but we have a pretty good idea of what to expect. Despite suggestions that the car would be smaller than the ATS, this isn't the case. The CT4V measures 174 inches or 4,756 millimeters long and 71.5 inches wide or 1,815 millimeters wide and 56 inches or 1,423 millimeters tall with a wheelbase that spans 109.3 inches or 2,775 millimeters. This means the Cadillac CT4V is 4.4 inches longer, 0.4 inches wider and 1.0 inches taller than the ATS sedan. Considering the wheelbase hasn't changed, it's not surprising to learn that the CT4V has about the same interior space as the ATS. Front seat occupants have 4.2 inches or 1,078 millimeters of legroom and 38.4 inches or 974 millimeters of headroom. This means they lose 0.3 inches or 8 millimeters of legroom but gain 0.2 inches or 5 millimeters of headroom. The ATS's back seat was often criticized for being cramped and those complaints will likely continue in the CT4. Legroom drops from 33.5 inches to 33.4. That's 851 millimeters and 848 millimeters respectively, while headroom falls from 36.8 inches to 36.5 inches. Okay, so basically, you lose 0.1 of an inch of legroom in the CT4 compared to the ATS, which is really, I think that's negligible at best. If you're, are you really gonna notice that? Unless you're having, unless you have absolutely giant shoes, I think most of the time, you're just gonna say, yeah, this is just as cramped as the ATS was in terms of legroom. The headroom, though, is a little bit more significant. That is a bit more significant. The CT4 continues to ride on the rear-wheel drive alpha platform. That's the one the ATS rode on. And the CT4V tips the scales at approximately 3,616 pounds. That means the car weighs 243 pounds more than the ATS, 
with the turbocharged 2.0-liter four-cylinder engine and 155 pounds more than the model equipped with the 3.6-liter V6. However, we can't expect the standard CT4 to be lighter than the CT4V. The old 3.6-liter V6 is interesting to mention as it, as it produced 335 horsepower. This is 15 horsepower more than the turbocharged 2.7-liter four-cylinder in the CT4V, but the new engine produces 369 pound-feet of torque which is a significant increase over the V6's 285 pound-feet of torque. As for styling, the CT4 should closely echo the CT4V. However, we can expect a less aggressive front fascia and a revised grille. The standard model will also drop the four-tailpipe exhaust system and V-spec rear spoiler. I mean, that's... Hmm. Oh, okay, apparently someone said the CT4V is not a reskinned AT ATS. The only things that carry over are the door handle, side mirrors, and wheelbase, and that is it. This car is on a stiffer platform. The weight of this vehicle is misleading because it does not start off in standard trim like the ATS was. The CT4V made... Okay, so just the door handles, the side mirrors, and wheelbase. That's it. I knew it looked a lot like, it, like the ATS did, though. So basically, for what I can deduce, you're getting... I don't want to say a modified ATS from what that guy said, but yeah, I'm going to say it. A modified ATS. Um, I'm not calling that bad. The only... The, look... The worst thing about this car is the reduction in headroom. That's the worst thing. The legroom is negligible. No, no one, I don't think anyone's really going to care. I don't believe anyone is really going to care. But the headroom is going to be a bigger drawback. And now, considering that big rant that I had about the whole Stinger situation with the CT4 and CT5, apparently we have news that Cadillac fans can relax. Proper V-Series variants are coming soon. Cadillac unveiled the CT4 and CT5V yesterday, and they were heavily criticized for being significantly less powerful than their predecessors. The differences are pretty jarring, as the CT4V has 144 horsepower and 76 pound-feet of torque less than the ATS-V. The CT5V is even worse, as the model has 285 horsepower and 230 pound-feet of torque, or pound-feet of torque less than the CTS-V. To put that latter number into perspective, the power difference between the CTS-V and the CT5V is more than the 237 horsepower created by the CT5 turbocharged 2-liter four-cylinder engine. It's a huge difference, and one that has certainly raised eyebrows. However, this was done on purpose, as Cadillac Executive Chief Engineer Brandon Vivian said, we are inviting even more customers into the V-Series family by adding a new by adding a new level of elevated performance between our sport models and the ultimate high-performance track capability that the V-Series has grown to represent. GM President Mark Rios expanded on Vivian's comments by saying the CT4 and CT5V are focused on elevated athleticism and luxurious refinement. Sorry, luxurious refinement. Oh, I said it right. He added, Cadillac's passion for performance shines on a racetrack. Stay tuned. While Rios didn't go into specifics, the company did confirm additional V-Series variants will be added, will be introduced into the future. This suggests the true CT4 and CT5V will be unveiled further down the road. GM's Ken Morris alluded to this at yesterday's unveiling as he said the CT4 and CT5V highlight Cadillac's passion for performance and we're just getting warmed up. He went on to say, we would never forget about our customers who do want to take their cars to the track. We will have a V-Series for them too. However, Morris said that's a story for another day. One that's coming soon. Sounds like I might have been correct. I have to wonder though, is the V is V series gonna be what V used to be? And if so, why did they swap it? V, you know, the old V series from just a few years ago was a lot like Mercedes Formatic models. The AMG looks, but without all the performance, and that's what the V series was essentially. But now V series is actually gonna mean something. Hmm. I, I really have to wonder. I, I just don't understand their naming strat strategy anymore 
someone said. Then as I said again, why aren't these the V-Sport versions? Why dilute the V-Brand by slapping it onto this warmed over car? Leave the name for the true performance vehicles and don't make the mistake Mercedes and BMW did. I don't get it, but we're not even we're not even done yet. Supposedly, Cadillac's real CT4 and CT5 CT5 V-Series could use the Blackwing name, which is a great name, really, but I just don't understand. I don't understand replacing V with Blackwing. And the only reason why I say that is because, you know, Cadillac's V was like our AMG or our M-Series or whatever. I'm not saying Blackwing doesn't sound good, but they had the name going for a while. Why change it? Why, why change it now? Car enthusiasts were left underwhelmed last week when Cadillac presented the new CT4V and CT5V sports sedans with significantly less power than anyone was expecting. Fortunately, the car manufacturer has since confirmed that hotter versions of the pair are already in the works. And now a report has surfaced that the two could adopt the Blackwing name. Cadillac once reserved its V-Series branding for its most powerful and the V-Sport moniker for sporty yet lesser versions. Yeah, V-Sport. Why didn't they just call these the V-Sport? Now they're calling them V-Series or something? Oh yeah! Yeah, V-Series, you know, the CTSV and whatever, those were for their, you know, the CTSV, the HSV, so on and so forth, and then the V-Sport was their, what did I say, the Mercedes Blue Matic? Whatever their Matic models are. That's, that's Cadillac's Matic models, the sporty looks without the performance. Given that Cadillac has since dropped the V-Sport badge, and it's expected that the V-Series logo will fill these shoes, why? This means the March full-blown performance stands are in need of a new name. While attending the launch of the CT4V and CT5V launch, Muscle Cars and Trucks asked GM President Mark Rios if Cadillac Blackwing will be used to donate to denote the company's high-performance models. What do you guys think of that? Rios asked reports with a smile on his face. Following a positive reception, Rios said, That's good input, which could mean that someone is onto something, or Rios is just pulling our chain. Currently, the Blackwing name references the potent twin-turbo 4.2-liter V8, powering the CT6 and CT6V where it pumps out 500 horsepower and 574 pound-feet of torque, and 550 horsepower and 627 pound-feet of torque, respectively. Cadillac hasn't said what, en what engines more extreme versions of the CT4 and CT5V will feature, but it's possible the latter could get the Blackwing V8. As for the more potent version of the CT4V, it remains more of a mystery. The current model has a turbocharged 2.7-liter four-cylinder with 320 horsepower and 369 pound-feet of torque. But there's only so much power Cadillac will be able to extract from this engine. We, therefore, expect to see either a boosted V6, the most likely option, or if they decide to go all guns blazing, the Blackwing V8. So basically pull an, er an early, what, 2003 Mercedes SLK AMG and stuff. Because they stuffed a, what, a 4.2 liter? They stuffed a 4-ish liter AMG V8 into that car. And it, it was just an atom bomb. And I have to wonder if they're going to pull, if they're going to pull that and stuff the Blackwing into the... CT4. Because that would be amazing. That would be absolutely amazing. Yep, but that's it for now. Haven't heard... Oh wait, no, never mind. Sorry, almost forgot. They teased the hotter CT4 and CT5V. Apparently they used the Detroit Grand Prix to preview the upcoming the upcoming sport ER sedans. Built as the next step in Cadillac's V-Series performance legacy, the prototypes have been equipped with a more aggressive front bumper that features triangular air intakes. Oh, good grief. Moving further back... We can see sporty side skirts and front fender vents. The models also have a rear spoiler and a four tailpipe exhaust. That's just the same as the V-Series ones. Cadillac is keeping details under wraps, but the cars are designed for the track, so they'll likely have a sportier suspension than the standard CT4 and CT5V. I'd be surprised if they didn't have that mag that magnetic ride, whatever it is, the that GM uses as standard. It would also be significantly more powerful. So that's what these were. Okay. Interesting. 
I gotta be honest, from what I'm seeing right now, they don't look significantly sportier. Not yet, anyway. It might get there, but it's subtle, which might be a good thing. Don't get me wrong, it might actually be a good thing. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed. That's it for now. We'll, we'll see what happens later. I'm very interested to see what the pricing for those V-Series models are. Anyway, if you enjoyed, like, comment, and share across the board. But specifically, if you're on YouTube and you subscribe, hit the notification bell. That way you'll be notified every time I upload. See you guys soon.